Gabby. Wayne. Lots has changed in the last couple of days. Yeah. Since my last podcast. Um, you know, it seems like every day, well, it is every day, you know, you know, the prime minister, the premier, the mayor are constantly coming out every morning at 9am and giving new updates, um, that that are getting released. Things are rapidly developing, changing. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, in my opinion, you know, if I were in that position, I probably wouldn't, they probably got it all figured out, right? They got a lot of smart people. Um, they probably just didn't want to bombard us with all of it on Monday. So they're going to keep spreading it out every day at 9am. Um, progressively, but, um, you know, things, um, it, se- it seems like they're getting better, but they're not getting better. I think that everybody's just really coming to terms with what this actually is and what is required in order to make sure that it's contained. Yeah, for sure. One of the big updates, um, I guess would have been since your podcast was the top five, five or six banks offering uh, mortgage deferral payments, Yeah, mortgage payment deferral, sorry. Um, and yeah, that's kind of interesting how that's impacting <clears throat> us as real estate investors in the community and, um, you know, the tenant expectation and all of that. Yeah. And, and from what it sounds like, it's, it's, it's on a case by case basis. Um, from my interpretation of it, it's, it's more so for homeowners, like your own primary residence to make sure that, um, you know, you don't miss payments and defaults and you know what I mean? And, and the, obviously, I mean, if everybody defaulted on their, on their mortgages, that would have a pretty significant um, effect on the, um, the market, um, sorry, the economy. So, but as, as for like rental properties, I'm getting mixed opinions and, um, and feedback from people because, well, honestly, I've heard of many people being on, the, on hold for like three hours with their five, bank. Five hours, six hours, yeah. Um, you know, every homeowner and every, you know, um, investor with an investment property is calling. So, and, and I'm pretty sure tenants are calling too, trying to figure out what the deal is too, because like the information that we found online was, you know, it, it was, it wasn't vague, but it's, it's. Like it should, it, they made it seem cut and dry. Like yeah. you can get your mortgage payments deferred, call in, get them deferred, but it's not, that isn't the case. You know, what we're finding when you're calling in is that it is case by case and they want proof and evidence that you are out of work or that, you know, especially for like as rentals, that the tenant is out of work. Like mm-hmm. they want to see the proof and they're handling it. A lot of companies are even saying, you know, so maybe not the top five, but the, you know, B and C lenders are also saying that, mm-hmm it's too early. It's too early for this. We haven't, we don't think it's quite at this point yet where we are going to be deferring. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's, it's all over the place. And even it feels like even they're trying to develop the, the standards to put in place for what that means. And a lot of it seems like just working on the fly. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I don't think anyone really understands what it means either because I'm hearing mixed, uh, <laughs> mixed, uh, opinions on that as well. You know, does it mean that, some people are saying that, say you're granted a three-month uh, payment deferral, that it's getting added onto your fixed term. So if you had a five-year fixed term, now you have a five-year and three-month fixed term. Um, but the interest is still accrued. Um, now, you don't have to make that, m- that monthly interest payment, but the interest stays um, on there and then you're essentially paying interest on interest, mm-hmm. um, which people don't quite understand. Yeah. And, it's a, well, de- technically the term of deferral is basically a postponement. It's yes. not, a, it's not skipping a payment or giving you a break and saying you don't owe that money. 
it's deferring it, it's postponing it, putting it at the end of your mortgage. So yeah, like you said, interest on interest, they're just, you know, it's getting tacked on. So it help, It it's almost like an immediate stress reliever, but it just creates a long a longer term pro- problem. If you yeah, know. well, I mean, obviously the, the, the bank or the lender still needs to, they're not gonna lose money off of this. They're just offering relief to people who are in distress and everybody jumping on the phone and just assuming, oh, I'm gonna get all my payments deferred just to kind of help alleviate this. I don't think that's I don't think that's the main problem. I don't think that's the main solution. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we should be focusing on you know making sure that the relief packages that already exist um, are being utilized first. So there's like a bunch of things that the the the, the federal government um, yeah, released the, the emergency care benefit and the emergency support benefit for you know people who aren't eligible for EI people who work from you know their own businesses like basically you know for parents for low income they're bringing out programs for everybody to help everyone so you know like if you are not able to work as you normally were there is some sort of relief package coming out and you really need to stay in the know you need to be watching those updates every morning at 9 a.m and every afternoon at 3 p.m mm-hmm. you know when they're coming out yeah you need to stay on top of it because they're br- they're bringing them out and they're available i've heard as early as well right now you can start applying next they week said, get paid you'll next have week. money in your bank next week like that was, it's that was available over, yeah. so yeah if you are out of work because of this get on the phone and start taking advantage of those relief packages because they're saying here, we know you're going to have trouble paying rent. We know you're going to have trouble buying groceries. Here's what we're offering you. Take advantage of it. Get on it. Which is actually pretty amazing considering, you know, um, I don't want to get into super political views, but, you know, uh, considering the government is willing to go out of their way and drop tens of billions of dollars to make sure that people are taken care of, you know, it's, mm-hmm. um, capitalism is great but it, it seems like they're they're willing to to um to, to help when needed um i don't know what that's going to mean uh down the road obviously this this hyper spending but um i think right now the most important thing is just to focus on making sure that people are get their bills paid um right now and then hopefully the economy is still strong enough after all this is done mm-hmm. um now it sounds like these payments, these weekly or bi-weekly payments are pretty much equal to or comparable to EI payments, max mm-hmm. payments, which isn't a whole heck of a lot, you know, 400, 500 bucks a week. Yeah. Um, most people are going to be saying, well, shit, I've got a mortgage payment. I got a truck payment. I've got all of these Netflix subscriptions that I need to pay and, and utilities and groceries and stuff. So, you know, the cost of living is high, but it's just, it's these, these little uh, moments if you want to call it a moment or just reminders to just be better with our money yeah. you know, on a day-to-day basis. But also, Wayne, on that note, you know, the the banks are also really stepping up for offering relief on loan payments, credit card payments. Cash advance fees are being waived, yeah. Yeah, and also like utilities. We just got an email from um, Direct, Energy. Direct Energy stating that, which unfortunately we only have... Uh, part of one property (laughs) with them (laughs) but stating that you know they're offering payment plans so like literally you need to look at all aspects of your life where all of those bills are becoming due and contact them they're everybody is jumping on board and willing to help and figure it out but it's each of our responsibility to do that and to contact those people and Mm -hmm. to see what they can do because at the end of the day like 
bills do need to be paid. Yeah. <laughs> Wife oh. can't continue on with, you know, not making payments. And these aren't handouts either. These are, these are payment plans. So, yeah. um, you know, these things are going to have to be paid back eventually, uh, much like those mortgage payments, obviously. Yeah. Um, you know, we've been contacted by a few tenants and we've seen quite a few people online and asking, you know, hey, there's mortgage deferrals now. You know, does the rent, yeah. am I still paying rent? And I mean, the answer is yes. I mean, there's still a service being provided. I mean, in some circumstances, some people are, you know, working with individual tenants on an individual basis. Um, case by case by depending on the situation kind of like what the big corporations are doing and but that doesn't mean that that it's it's a freebie or a handout it, it means it needs to be paid back yeah. later and an arrangement needs to be made so i mean from a legal perspective it's it's not the greatest because yeah. you know how do you how do you enforce something like that it's 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 tough times um but you know like gabby mentioned there's lots of resources that we all need to individually look at and see you know what we can uh, okay, first, I, ideally, the you know the relief packages from the federal government and provincial government are going to be best mm-hmm. because those are those those are handouts. If you want to say that, yeah. Well, and they'll be pretty much automatically approved, right? Yes. Like you apply, you're in that situation. Here's your money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, and and so another big um, you know, topic discussion right now is you know schools being closed. Mm-hmm. Hugely um, impacting us right now. <laughs> well, I mean, we do only have one, so. I've seen a lot of people, yeah. You know, three kids at home, it's pretty crazy. But yeah, trying to work through having um, Everly at home with us has been interesting just because these are, you know, things are a bit crazy right now. Everybody doesn't know what's happening. And so trying to work through that as in a business standpoint while also needing to be a parent and attentive and compassionate and not losing your cool and all those things it's especially uh, stressful. Di- oh god on a normal day it would be hard and let alone during the COVID-19 yeah, during pandemic. A pandemic yeah <laughs> dealing with yeah. all this it's... you know what though like being that I that I do run our business from home um you know there has been I do go through ups and downs of what that means you know like it does feel kind of like a constant isolation you know you're closed off from being in an office full of people and you know you don't get that communication so I have gone through ups and downs and a couple things that like have really made a difference for me is you know like just starting since Monday I woke up and said Everly we're going to be showered dressed teeth brushed breakfast had ready to start our day by nine o'clock so, you know, like getting ready, mm-hmm. even just like, you know, washing and blow drying your hair can make a huge difference in how you feel and how you're prepared to take on the day. Yeah. And that also impacts Everly. Like if she were just to stay in her pajamas all day and like lounge around, she just wants to watch TV and whatever. But no, she's dressed and ready. Or what are we going to do? Are we going to go outside? Like, mm-hmm. you know, it makes a difference. So that's a, I guess, a big tip that I have is to try to prepare yourself for the day. Get up and get ready. Makes a difference. And then also try to have a bit of structure like everyone. well yeah you created a, a, a calendar for yeah everyone and i awesome. sat down with with an excel spreadsheet and she she actually she loves learning so she was quite upset that she wasn't going to be able to go to school and you know one of the things she said to me is but mom i want i i want to learn i'm like well sweetie we can learn at home like <laughs> you know she's definitely my daughter <laughs> so she really wanted to continue doing math and phonics and french and all those things so we sat down and i said okay what do you want to keep practicing and she told me all the things and we made a calendar schedule monday to friday not like times but these are the things you want to do in the checklist day. yeah checklist task list actually yeah. we called it 
And so she goes, and when she does it, she runs to her task list and checks it off that she did practice piano and that she built a puzzle and a maze. Like, mm. just, you know, fun little things, but it's like a sense of accomplishment for her, which is great. And and some of those things occupy her without you having to be there, too, Absolutely, right? yeah. It gives me little breaks to hit the the laptop and see what I can get done. But I guess also another thing is pick your top two things that need to get done. Yeah. Don't don't expect that life is the same and that you're going to, you know, accomplish the same amount of things in a day as when your kids weren't home or when mm-hmm. you were at work. Like that's not that's not realistic. So pick your top two things and if you can get th- through those in the day, that's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, this is a new reality for all of us. We need to be gentle on ourselves as well. Mhm. Uh, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I'm laughing hysterically because this is all just, <laughs> this is all, it seems like a nightmare. <laughs> um, you know, it's, it's really, it seems like it's out of our control, but we're managing and that's, that's what you got to do. You just got to make the best of it. Some things are outside of your control. You cannot control and just focus on the things you can. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for us is just making sure we can get as much as we can done. Like you said, the two things done a day mm-hmm. and making sure that we're giving our daughter attention because there's nothing worse than us just sitting there. Our, you know, because our emails are on our phones and just being on our phones and our little one just like, dad, 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 dad. Yeah, no, we definitely don't want that. Um, yeah, and, and obviously, you know, another great point is the importance of being a couple in this together. Uh, God, I don't know if I could do, if, if, oh man, if I was doing this by myself, I'd be, I'd be a wreck and I'm pretty sure you'd agree. Mm-hmm. Um, being able to rely on each other to kind of bounce ideas back and forth to share tasks and then fill in the gaps. Yeah. And fill in the gaps. Yeah. Um, you know, what, what other things do you think we should, uh, we should cover in regards to this crazy pandemic? You know, I think at this point, that's probably pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, you know, we'll probably remember a bunch of things after we get off this, after this podcast, but, um, I think we'll just continue to keep updating people with, with our views on it and, and how we're adapting. Um, I'm seeing lots of people, you know, who are in the process of buying properties right now too. And they're getting worried because, Hey, shoot, should I actually buy this property? You know, is the market going to crash? Um, you know, and I'll touch on that very briefly. Um, uh, my, my, I don't want to go too far down this rabbit hole, but you know, a lot of people see real estate as one dimensional. Uh, do you think that you're, you're buying an asset and, and the value goes up and it goes down and that it's, that's not how it works. Um, real estate investing is three dimensional because you, you, yes, you do have an asset you're buying just like a stock. Um, and obviously you get the benefit of being able to buy that, um, with a low down payment, you can buy it for 20% down or 5% down. Um, and if the value of that asset increases, fantastic. If it decreases, well, boo, but there's, there's more aspects to that because you're not buying an asset, you're buying a business and you have a tenant who is paying you revenue every month and you are paying your expenses. So you're paying your expenses of the interest um, portion of that mortgage. You're paying the property tax, you're paying the condo fees, insurance. And if you're doing it correctly, you're getting more revenue than your expenses and that's called cash flow. So your cash flow is a great buffer, right? And that's monthly income if you've covered all of your, you know, your additional expenses. And then you have your mortgage pay down as well, right? So every month, a portion of, of that mortgage payment is going down and paying down that mortgage. That's, that's creating equity. So, you know, I gave a great example online recently, um, and I don't know if I'm telling this story well enough, but in the event that, say, for example, you know, your property goes down 1% or 2% every year, you know, 
over a span of say five years, it's gonna to equate to somewhere between twenty-five and thirty thousand dollars worth of a loss in value, right? And, and and that's that's just that's just value on a piece of paper because just like a stock, if you're if you're if you're if your asset is down, your stock is down, you don't sell. Because when, when you sell, you lose. So yeah, the value of your assets down by twenty five, thirty thousand dollars. But how much in mortgage pay down did you acquire over those five years? Right, forty, fifty thousand dollars. Yeah. You know, plus how much cash flow did you have? If you have a good cash flowing property, the cash flows three, four, five hundred bucks a month on top of all of your additional expenses for repairs and vacancies and that kind of stuff. You know, you've accumulated an additional say thirty thousand. $20,000 on top of your loss, after all said and done, you're still actually up, right? And you're still actually getting paid monthly because of your cash flow. So yes, the market could go down, right? And it's fine if it does, because I know long-term, because this is a long-term investment, over the span of 10, 15 years, the value of that property will go back up. And even if it goes back up to what I bought it for, I still have all that mortgage pay down. I still have all that cash flow. It is like, there's no other investment that can give you that kind of security where the world could go upside down and your, the value of your property could decrease by 20% and you can still make money, right? So for those of you who didn't quite understand that before this, calm down, relax, run the math yourself. Look at your properties, run it through a mortgage calculator, figure out how much mortgage pay down you're getting. Also, make sure you're buying cash flowing properties because one thing that's going to potentially happen that I see in the next little while is that yes, renters are going to be struggling and they're going to be leaving their leases, right? And you're going to be having to fill your, your, your units again and the rents may go down, right? Tenants are not going to disappear, right? It's like, uh, I hear a lot of people saying like, oh, well, no one's going to rent, well, they're not going to buy either. Are they, going to, are they going to live in a tent outside? They have to rent. But what's going to happen is, is that they're not going to be able to afford as much, potentially, right? So your rents might have to drop to $300, you know, to, to, so that you can actually get someone in there. Is it going to be a long-term thing? No, they're going to go back up when things start to settle. But, you know, this is why we have cash flowing properties. So in the event that we have to lower our rents by two, $300, because you got that buffer already, you can still make your payments, right? Am I on to something? Isn't that my folks? My <laughs> folks is why you buy real estate. My folks. <laughs> my folks. <laughs> Thanks, everyone.